Hi, everyone, and welcome to Fashion Decipher. My name is Sean Williams, and today we have an amazing guest who has this amazing, amazing, amazing personal style. I have followed her on Instagram, and I just love the way she puts clothes together. I love the way she picks certain pieces, classic. She mixes it with current and trends, and I just think it just looks wonderful. So I felt that the audience would benefit from learning some personal style tricks. So today we have Jamie Cataldo. Jamie? Hi, how are you? Thank you so much good, good. <laughs> and I just, I think honestly, Jamie, that everyone really could learn something from a stylist. You, you can learn, I mean, people normally reach out to stylists when they want to create a new image or they're trying to get a new job and they want to like present their best self first. So why do you think people come to you as often as um, people reach out to stylists? I think the biggest thing um, is the fact that exactly to your point, like people are, people are going to a stylist for a need and a purpose. And right now, you know, everybody is like, everybody's life has changed so much and styling right now could be just for casual for every day. And um, I think one of the main reasons why I've been able to build my business up so quickly because it's actually just been a few months that I've been back back in it. Mm -hmm. um, it's just like to your point of Instagram, just really, I understand what everyone's going through and I'm living the same thing and I'm just trying to be relatable, as relatable as possible to, to everyone's needs and really identify what it is that maybe they're missing in their wardrobe or they didn't know they were missing in their wardrobe. And then I think the biggest thing is just um, the connections that I'm making through clients that I already have through friends, um, just really being able to build those relationships um, first and foremost. And then a lot of times that becomes helping them with their wardrobe. I like that. I definitely like that. And, and Jamie, you, you, you talked about your background a little bit. Um, maybe you want to give the audience a little bit about like, you know, how you got to this point about being a personal stylist or, you know, is it like a change of career or is this something that you have always done? Have you dressed in everybody in your life? Like, how did you get to be a personal stylist? Yeah. Um, combination, I would say of all three. I've actually, I love, I've loved fashion my entire life. Like since I was five years old, I would run into a store and just gravitate towards clothes or diamonds if I was in Tiffany's. Like I just, I've always, always loved everything about fashion. Um, so I went to school for communications and marketing. I went to Pace University, but kind of always knew that I would get into fashion. And I've actually been with Nordstrom my entire career since college. I started selling designer shoes at Roosevelt Field when I was like 19 years old, really never owned a designer shoe in my life but just fell in love with it. And when I graduated, I stayed with Nordstrom. So it's been a little bit of everything because I've been so fortunate to grow within one company. I had sold and managed um, on the store level for a few years in the beginning of my career and then had the opportunity um, to take on various regional roles within different areas of women's apparel. And from learning how to style on the sales floor, from, you know, styling my friends, and then in my regional roles, my, you know, the main aspect of my job was a few different things. You know, I 
was kind of that communication between our buying offices or stores or vendors. So I really, I taught our teams how to style. I taught them about the trends. I was always out, you know, in the competition seeing, you know, what, what was growing, what wasn't. So it had always been in every aspect of whatever job I had. And then, yes, I was always styling my friends. I loved, I love closet organization. I loved helping them pick out their outfits. Um, so it's just something that's always been a part of my life. And then to be honest, um, I really started styling again as a career um, post COVID. I think we've all been through like our life pre COVID and post COVID. And so following COVID, I found myself um, back in a store and it had been quite a few years, but again, my passion just has always been styling and making people feel good through their clothes. And I think if anything right now, we all need to feel good in what we're wearing because there's just so much other things going on in life. So, um, so that's really how I got back to, back to styling. I love that. I love that. You know, it's very poignant um, point you make when it comes to like right now, there's so much going on and you want to feel good about yourself. And if it's just even the minor thing, like it could be just like you mentioned jewelry. If it's just this one bracelet that can help you change your outlook for that day, you know, that can happen. Um, Let me ask you this, Jamie, do you like now being more interactive with people than instead of the corporate role that you have? Do you feel there's like you were saying connections? Do you feel that personal connection? means more for you now? I do. I love it. I mean, I, I truly, I feel really fortunate. I feel like I had a dream career my entire adult life. I never mm-hmm. felt like that. Oh my gosh, I have to go to work feeling. Um, so being back in stores is just so different again, but especially I would say the close connection I have with people even more so than, than, being back on the store, but I think for me, social media, I, I connect with people from all over the country and, you know, I've had messages from people just saying like how I've been able to help them where for me, some of the things when I started this page was just to find a creative outlet, um, especially just feeling so anxious about everything going on in the world. Like I said, I love clothes and just wanted to really have a place where I could have fun and be creative and just share what I love, which is styling. So to now have built such incredible new relationships, reconnected with people that I went to school with, um, that I hadn't talked to in years, and then to, you know, be able to, you know, just help somebody else Mm -hmm. with something, um, something like just knowing how to style something as simple as a basic t-shirt um, really has meant a lot. And in my previous role as regional, I, I mean, connections were the biggest part of the job. So I love that I was still able to connect with stores and work so closely with buyers, but there truly is nothing like being, you know, so hands-on face-to-face with people every single day, like I am now. I totally agree with that. And let me, let me say this, like I did FIT image consulting classes. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a certificate program with FIT and I didn't realize the psychology you have to work with dealing with clients and like getting them out of ruts. You know, like sometimes mm-hmm. uh, clients are very big on a habit that they have always dressed a particular way and they don't feel comfortable. Like how Jamie, do you deal with sometimes when you deal with clients who are very like strict on, I don't wear like a particular color, although you know that color will look good on them. Like how do you help comfort them to kind of coax them out of like changing their look? 
I think it's, it could be a little bit of a baby step and then it could also be just jumping in depending on the person and, you know, what they're open to. But for me, I think the biggest thing is just, I just tell everybody just try it on, especially if they're in, if they're in the store and I'm pulling looks for them and they're in the fitting room, mm-hmm. you know, I'll just tell them you're trying on so many other things anyway, just try it on. You'll never know until you try it on. And if you hate it, you hate it. Then we just put it back. There's nothing else will happen. Um, and I would say nine out of 10 times, they wind up loving it. So <laughs> I think just getting someone to feel comfortable with you to take that risk. And um, also it's really important if you are trying to get somebody out of a rut or try a new break out of a bad habit with their outfit, making sure that you are styling those pieces in an outfit. Right. Um, and not just saying, here's, you know, one shirt I think you should try on to try something new. You really need them to see the whole look that you're envisioning. Um, and I think that's the other piece of it too, is if you're trying to help somebody out of, you know, out of a style rut or from breaking a habit, you, you don't want to just change their whole wardrobe that day. That's super overwhelming for somebody. So I will also try to incorporate new pieces in with things that I know that they already love and feel comfortable with. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've really seen that that helps people to say, wow, you know what? You're right. I actually felt so confident when I wore that never would have thought to do it myself. And then they become much more open to trying new things. Oh, I definitely like that. I love that idea. Um, like what to like helps, I know occupation is, a, you know, is like a big factor into helping someone, you know, build a wardrobe. Like, you know, when you ask sometimes your clients like social activities, you know, do they work out a lot? Do they love athleisure? Like, how do you kind of approach like what they do every day as how you style them? Yeah. I mean, I ask a ton of questions. Um, depending on how well I know somebody I was, you know, if I don't know them at all, I'll ask a lot more, but I always ask questions before I style somebody, whether in person or, or, um, digitally or virtually. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just get to know them through social media, but knowing what they do for a living is so important. And then I think the biggest thing I've seen this year is just how much change everyone's had. So their work wardrobe hasn't been as much the deciding factor of what they're purchasing where it was in the past and what they're wearing to work now or thinking about if they're working from home is like their casual wardrobe has really become that like focal point and that you know key category key occasion in their life so Mm -hmm. I think for me that's one thing I've seen where it's become the most important questions to ask um thinking about their social activities thinking about are they a mom or a dad and are they with their kids all day or are they with their kids, but also working and comfort has just been key this year. So really finding ways for people to feel comfortable, but still look put together. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely I would say asking a ton of questions and getting to know them as a person will really help you when you're determining what kind of looks to pull for them and how to style them. And I, and I agree with you with comfort is key. Cause I, you know, like I said, I speak the last episode I, I did, I was speaking to, um, one of, uh, 
the we're talking about you know latinx heritage and we were mm-hmm. talking about how people always say like lately that they've been in like jogging suits and like athleisure and they don't really change it to something new so like how do you approach like bringing comfort to them but while being stylish because i went on your page which i love by the way and i love yeah. how you pick like certain sweaters but you still put together like pieces that it still looks great even if the person socially went out with the mask they still would look good or put together. Like, how do you pick those like sweaters? I know like you have a couple of photos with sweaters that I absolutely love. Thank you. Thank you. Um, a lot of times it's actually in the moment mm-hmm. that day when I'm at work or browsing the Nordstrom app or on Instagram or like to know it or something. I'm just kind of browsing things all the time, but I'm a big mood dresser. I've said it a ton of times on my Instagram stories. And I think when I'm, when I'm styling for social media, not a person, I definitely think about like what mood I'm in, but also getting a vibe of where uh, my audience is. So I'll mm-hmm. also, I do a lot of polls and questions on my stories and I've noticed I have pretty high engagement, especially when asking questions like, what are you all in the mood to see lately? Or are you feeling more dressed up? Are you feeling more casual? Like I'm getting a lot of interaction and I appreciate it so much because it's given me so many ideas. Um, But I also think to your point of like the jogger or the sweatsuit, like I don't think I've ever bought so many new sweats or gotten excited about new sweats (laughs) in my life as I have this year. Always been someone that has always loved to dress up. I always loved wearing heels. I've always loved like a dress. I I never would go out in sweats, but I feel like this year I'm also embracing that comfort factor. So I'm, I've also been really challenging myself to think differently. And that's where I've been utilizing Instagram and styling on social media for that same purpose. So when I'm choosing, when I'm choosing like the sweaters you were talking about, or, um, like yesterday, I just thought of, I was just playing around with different ways to style a legging. It's, really thinking how can we be more comfortable but not lose ourselves and what we love and I think so many of us do love dressing up but you can still do that even with being comfortable you don't have to always you know you don't have to think like dressing up feels uncomfortable so I've been playing around a lot with that and especially with like a sweater or a knit but think about like the detail of it, the fabrication, the color, I think now is a really fun time in fashion where you're seeing just things you never have in categories like knitwear and sweats. No, I definitely agree with that. Like, I love what you did with, I mean, by the way, everybody, like her page is called (laughs) (laughs) Styling by Jamie, if you're interested. I mean, we'll definitely post that on our um, Instagram stories, our website as well. But um, I love what you did, like the faux fur coats. Like, I love that look. Um, how you mix like the textures, like, you know, of the full fur coat with like the, um, I think it was like snakeskin boots. Love that. Love mm-hmm. that look. Um, now how do you like you. work with like colors? Cause I know like, again, doing image consulting, like people would be considered like a fall or summer or spring. Mm-hmm. Um, like how do you work with colors on people? Like how do you determine what would be a way that a client can wear the best color without the color wearing them? Like, how do you, how do you pick that? Yeah. Um, I love color. I never used to. I used to be very like, or all black or like very neutral. Like I just, that was my whole closet. But I feel like, especially in the last few years, I just started to play around a lot with color and to your point, like mixing, mixing textures and fabrics. I love experimenting with clothes. Um, but especially color, I 
have been obsessed with neon this last year and tie dyes and now thinking about fall it's more of that tonal color palette and deeper you know tones mm-hmm. um i don't necessarily i've never necessarily um used the approach of like if someone is like a winter or spring i do um i do love that but i also feel like i don't know if maybe because i've been in retail for for so long or have you know I have a pretty diverse group of friends that all are different skin tones or different hair color and just kind of got an idea of what colors work best for your skin tone or maybe your hair color. Um, more so I would say maybe what colors or shades don't necessarily complement them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think more colors work on more people than people would think. I think sometimes people get surprised thinking, oh my gosh, I can never wear that color. But maybe it's not necessarily the color. Maybe it's just the shade. Um, maybe you need to wear a more emerald green than a light green, you know, like it could right. just be the shade of, or the tone of it, or maybe it is the texture. Like maybe, maybe it is thinking about, um, like the fabrication of the shirt or the texture of it, like thinking about something like that. Mm-hmm. And just again, experimenting and trying things, um, to see what works on each person. No, I definitely agree with you on that. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely a person like you, like loves monochromatic. <laughs> I will wear black yeah. all day and then gray. Cause that's just the New Yorker in me. Like I have to do gray. Um, yep. but, but yeah. I have been experiment, <laughs> experimenting with color myself. I, you know, I'm, I'm born in May. So like my color is emerald, like you mentioned my birthstone. So I do mm-hmm. tend to lean towards that color, which I love. And yeah. I noticed that I, I picked that up as well, even when it comes to jewelry. And I want to get into jewelry because I love, love jewelry. And I love like big pieces of jewelry, like kind of like chunky pieces, like whether that is um, costume jewelry or whether that is like designer jewelry. Um, how do you work jewelry on your clients? Like um, I know people of the layering method where they wear like two and three strands of stuff or they mm-hmm. do like the stacking on the wrist or they do like the midi rings. Like how do you add jewelry with your clients? Like do you work with jewelry a lot? Um, depends on... I think it depends on the outfit for me. Mm-hmm. Um, accessories in general, I am a huge accessories person. I love accessories. Um, you've probably seen on my page. I try yes. to incorporate hats, especially into every outfit that I possibly can because I just love them. Um, but thinking jewelry specifically, for me, I would say when I'm staying in an outfit, it, it truly depends on the outfit. There's, in general, I think for myself, I'm a little bit more lately a less is more I used to just plan with on and I definitely go through phases right now I'm much more into um more delicate pieces but I'll wear like five super delicate rings on each finger or I'll stack really thin bracelets like so I'll do I'll do a lot of pieces but very very delicate pieces mm-hmm. right now that's kind of just where I'm at Um, but for outfits for clients, it'll really depend on the outfit and, you know, I'll see maybe, you know, I think of like a clean white shirt, a clean white shirt with a cool collar and a black high-waisted trouser. And to me, it's like, oh, we need to pile on some gold jewelry with that outfit and like really go bold on that and think like a bold red lip and a really cool necklace or a chunky bracelet and like go more. Mm -hmm. But then... There's other outfits where I'll say we have to go more minimal on the jewelry because it's your top that you want to stand out or it's your, um, or your coat or your shoes. So just really 
thinking about what we want to be the statement piece of that outfit and it might be the jewelry or it may be the top or it may be the shoes so it definitely varies by outfit for me no I don't oh my god you hit like a key point because <laughs> I love like I love the idea of um and the reason why I like black and white like you had just said um and or mm -hmm. when I am wearing like like one color or a monochromatic look I love like kind of presenting when I wear costume jewelry, like a blank canvas, if you will. Mm -hmm. So if you think about it, like in terms of art, you know, uh, artists will start with like a blank canvas and then they'll add color splashes to it, but the base is one color. So I look at that like, okay, if I'm wearing all black today, I can throw on two and th three things of one and I won't look too much. But if I have one or ornate top, like you mentioned, like if it's a lot, then of course I'll scale back. So I love that. We yeah. actually have that in common. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I love that part. Um, also, too, I wanted to ask you, like, how do yeah. you get your clients to have a functional ward wardrobe? Because I know, like, the key to having a really great wardrobe, or as they call it, like, a working wardrobe, is to mm -hmm. have, like, a set of classics, and then you can add trends in and out as they go, where you can, like, donate, or you can, like, give away, or you can, you know, you know reinterpret. Like, how do you kind of build on a, on a functional wardrobe for your clients? Um, I think it goes back to really knowing the person, mm -hmm. um, knowing, you know, and really thinking about like how or where or when they're wearing something. So, you know, classic pieces in one person's wardrobe, even though I truly do believe that there are staple pieces that everybody needs to have, um, it can vary a little bit by person or what they do for a living or things like that. So I think it's definitely, I could not agree with you more that it is so important for someone to have a functional wardrobe. Um, I think definitely getting to know them and what function means in their life mm -hmm. and really tailoring it to that person because something that may be the most important thing for me might be totally different for somebody else. So really thinking about them, kind of taking like my own kind of thoughts on what I feel like I need to have um, and really like kind of putting myself in their shoes and their life and thinking about what is going to have the most longevity to them. And then from the trend piece, really thinking about what trends will work with their life. Um, I think I, I love a new trend, but there may be a trend that doesn't work for you. You know, if you're a stay at home mom, maybe like doing, you know, a sheer slip like trying out like sheer slip dresses is not maybe that's not going to work for you so really also making sure that if they are going to try a trend that either if it's fast fashion that that's not where they're investing um and maybe trying you know something that's more budget friendly if they just want to like see how something works with their wardrobe um or just saying you know what maybe that's not the right trend like it's okay let's skip it and let's try something else that works with your life and what and incorporating that also into the pieces that like their classic pieces that they do have in their wardrobe and making sure it works together no i definitely i definitely agree with you on that um you know like when you deal with the wardrobe and you you kind of like um and you know stylists call and i know probably jamie you do it as well um doing like a closet audit and you know you go mm -hmm. through the clients um closet and kind of pick what works like do you do like closet audits virtually like can you know any of the, anyone in the audience or anyone listening to this you know contact you for like a virtual audit of their closet they absolutely can i haven't done any yet but it's been on my i have like a list for myself of things that i really wanted to start doing and that is definitely something that i would 
love to do. Um, I was doing closet organization for, uh, for a while and still do it for my friends. Um, and really with thinking about just everything being through Zoom now, um, just had this conversation recently with somebody that I would love to get back into that and do it virtually for, um, for people if they need help with that. But I 100% think that closet auditing is so important. Like if you don't have a great white t-shirt, like that's a huge mess in your closet because you can do so much with it. Um, or maybe, maybe you have 25 of them, but they're all, you know, really old and you've had them forever and they're pilling and maybe it's time to clean those out and just get one or two really good ones. So I think it's super important. I am auditing my closet all the time, probably mm-hmm. more than most people because sometimes it's just fun for me to organize my closet <laughs> And it gives me ideas of what I need or what I can wear, but that's just me. I know not everybody, that's not like a fun part of everybody's day, but I am auditing my closet all the time. So I think for everybody, it's so important at least once a season to make sure you're doing that. And if you don't feel confident to do it yourself, like definitely reach out to a stylist or connect with someone that can help you with it. I, I totally agree with you. I do that as well. So you are not alone, Jane. I, <laughs> I really do. It's kind of psychotic. I do that with all my sunglasses too. Like I lay them out and yes. I'm like, okay, th- I have enough rounds and I have enough squares. Mm-hmm. I don't have a cat eye. I do the same thing. Yeah, it's therapeutic, isn't it? It it totally is. It totally is. Um, When it comes to closet organization, JB, like, do you find certain things like uh, necessary? Like, I know I'm a fan of the container store. I don't know Mm -hmm. if anybody else is. So I like love certain things that will help me organize my closet, like particular hangers or like um, cedar blocks for moths. And um, I have like those clear garment bags. Is there anything that you love or essential that you would like you suggest any woman, even myself, like for organization, what did you find to be like the best thing? Honestly, like, yeah, I love everything that you could honestly use to organize your closet. And I'm always trying to find new ways to organize or just new ways to fit more things in. But I think if there were one thing, if I had to choose just one thing that everybody needs, it's the velvet slim hangers. Oh yes, They are just amazing. Like they don't stretch things out. They last forever. And I think having consistently the same hanger in your closet, everything facing the same direction and the same hanger, literally, if you did nothing else to your closet, it just transforms it and makes it look so neat. And you could fit so much more. And it just, I feel like they just, to me, they just uphold your clothes so much better than like plastic hangers. And again, it just looks so much cleaner having the same hanger throughout your whole closet versus having all different ones. I agree with that. I, I do. I do like the, <laughs> the aesthetic of matching the hangers. I know people think yeah. I'm crazy, but I do. Um, no, it's, me too. it's a necessary evil. Like people don't know. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I just feel like when you open your closet and it's clean versus a closet that's hectic to me, it just can set the tone for your whole day. Like absolutely it's so anxiety ridden when you open a closet and just everything is everywhere. I totally agree. And that also starts, Jamie, like to me, that starts where you go, you look at your closet and go, I have nothing to wear. You exactly. think you have nothing to wear because you can't find it. And I think that's right. kind of what happens with that. Um, yes. um, let me get into like the, we talked a little bit about like 
um, a working closet and it'd be functional. Like how many pieces do you think, you know, there's several methods, you know, um, Donna Karen had her um, seven easy pieces. She debuted in, in 1985, where mm -hmm. she showed people that you can have like a working wardrobe, like seven pieces and like mix and match them. Like, what are your yeah. core pieces for a closet? Like, is it a legging? Is it um, you were saying a classic white t-shirt, is it a blazer? Is it there's certain things that you can use and then that will match with other things? What would you suggest people to have as a core piece? Yeah, I mean, that's always been a favorite of mine, whether now styling people directly or like in my previous regional roles when I was um, teaching people how to style um, is really thinking about versatility mm -hmm. and how you can mix and match and just really challenging yourself to think about how many ways you can wear something um how many outfits you can make from something and then um really just thinking it could be the most simple pieces but if you just mix and match them all the time with different things or if you have those pieces in your wardrobe you know that you can make a really strong outfit so i go back and forth on a few pieces i think there's a couple that are like are important but maybe not most and i think it also evolves um, like to your point of Donna Karen, um, like I'm always looking at what are the must-haves or what are the pieces everyone needs in their wardrobe. And it is interesting to see how like over the years it's evolved. So for me, I think there's, I would say that there's 10 pieces and I'm thinking like from a, an apparel shoe accessory perspective, to me, there's like, if there's 10, these, these 10 pieces, if you have these staples, they'll really help you to just make so many outfits and to me, I'll go through them really quickly, but sure. it's like having a leather, having a leather jacket to me is one of the most critical pieces in your wardrobe. Like you could wear that with jeans and a t-shirt. You could wear it with sweatpants. You can wear it to work with a trouser. You can do it with a super feminine dress. You can wear it out at night. Like I think everybody probably has, if most people have that leather jacket in their closet that they just love forever. Um, I did a post recently on an All Saints one and just how amazing it is. And for me, I've had that jacket now for three years, four years, and it just looks brand new. And it's my favorite thing. I literally, if I don't know if I'm going to need a jacket someplace, it's the one that I grab. And I feel like most people have that leather or now I think vegan leather is just such good quality from so many brands, that jacket. Mm -hmm. um, another piece I think is critical in everyone's wardrobe is having a good blazer. Um, especially an oversized blazer because it just has that cool factor, whether again, you're wearing jeans or you're going to work. Um, another piece I think is super important is that white button down. Again, just thinking you could do that with your work wardrobe, like a skirt or a pant, or you can throw it on with a pair of jeans or leggings. So really, again, I, I just think, especially with everyone's life right now, versatility is so key. So that's where I'm thinking about these pieces a lot when I'm thinking of what everyone needs in their wardrobe um an easy t-shirt and whether that's white or black or both but everyone just needs a tee it could be long sleeve it could be short sleeve but you need a great t-shirt um in your wardrobe um a bodysuit or a cami i know not everybody's into bodysuits i love bodysuits because i think they're they're just very they're just have such a clean look to them you don't have to worry about tucking them in because they're already tucked but a bodysuit or a cami is key because again like if you have something sheer and you need to layer, you just want to have that piece that you know you can layer under it oh, yeah. and feel comfortable. Um, a skinny or a straight leg jean. I think jeans are just, I love jeans. I own more jeans than I should ever admit. <laughs> um, I just love jeans. I love the different, I, I, to me, like the, the different washes of jeans, like jeans are like art to me. Like, I think they're just incredible. 
Um, I have so much respect for the denim industry and I know like they're working so hard to be sustainable right now, but I just love jeans. I could talk on a whole other podcast about jeans, but I think everyone needs a jean in their wardrobe and whether you love a skinny or a straight leg, I think you need one really good one in your wardrobe. And then from a shoe perspective, I think a clean white sneaker, a black flat or a loafer and a black pump, like those are just to me like the essentials in your shoe wardrobe that you should have. And then I really want to always, I, I love 16 and 10. I think that's like a good number for me for essential pieces. I was thinking about those, that accessory. And while I love a hat, hats can be seasonal. I think to me, like one key accessory piece that can just complete your outfit are sunglasses. Mm. Like your sunglasses are like, if you are having the worst day and you just feel awful about everything, you throw on like a really chic pair of sunglasses and you just look and feel like a million dollars. So I think everyone needs like a good pair of sunglasses in their wardrobe. I love that. Okay. First of all, Jamie, I love that list. (laughs) Um, I definitely agree agree with the jeans. Like I live in jeans all the time. Like I think when people actually see me in a skirt, they're like, what? You have legs? (laughs) Because I never wear skirts. Um, that's like this like tomboy. I mean, like I really do. Um, I had like a lot of boy cousins. So I always, I love um, men's clothes. So I, I totally love, I love the structure of men's jackets and blazers. So I definitely agree with you on the jeans. I know is like nail and tooth to get me out of jeans. Um, and I love the idea of the hat. I need to get into hats. I don't have enough hats personally myself. And I know there was a moment um, everyone was doing like those hats from, why can't I think of the name of the brand? offhand um but there was like these like kind of velvet hats that everyone was wearing um Uh and I didn't I never partake even though I wanted to and I I just kind of have to get into that that's like one thing in my wardrobe I don't have um hats so thank you for that list (laughs) because because I absolutely think that's key um we will be putting this list online because Jamie has some really great points here um and I totally agree agree with her a (laughs) hundred (laughs) percent I do want to ask you, Jamie, like, what do you think, um, you told me some of your key things and tr- trends for fall. What do you think might be big for 2021? Although we don't know we'll, we'll, we will not be on lockdown or if they have uh, <laughs> a viable type of um, vaccine for COVID. But like, right. what do you foresee things that might, let's say everybody's in a perfect world. We're all back outside next summer. Um, what do you see like some of the big trends going? Like I know on one of your posts, you have like that, um, bag like the waist bag but you wear it around that you know your shoulder like what kind of key pieces you think might be big for next year um well yes to your point it's like we don't know where we'll be but especially as I've been just you know on like like watching on social media or on like WWD like the the shows for 2021 Mm -hmm. and just seeing what like they're forecasting for trends um, what stood out to me the most is that life has changed in so many ways. And I think like, I know I've mentioned comfort a few times, but I don't see that going away. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everybody just at this point, it's like, everybody's been on a zoom call where their dog is barking or yes. their <laughs> is crying and just kind of like whatever at this point, like we're comfortable with each other no matter <laughs> how long or how we know each other so and I think I think that was pretty clear like from what I've seen already it seems like that's pretty clear that that is here to stay and I love that the fashion industry has embraced that I just love it I think personally one of my favorite things that I'm seeing for 2021 are silk sets 
I don't know, like the matching set has been big for a little while. I'm a huge fan, whether it's dressed up or casual or a sweatsuit, like up right now I'm in a sweatsuit, mm-hmm. sweat set, but like just love them, but silk set. So I've been just flipping through and seeing them, um, just seeing images of them. And I think it's that whole concept of you're still comfortable, but it's a little bit more luxe. So if you're home, it's like you feel, you still feel like, dressed up you still feel good but you can also easily wear it out and it has a little bit more glamour to it but Mm -hmm. it's still really comfortable um Mm -hmm. I think the other big thing is just knits and how important that whole like sweaters and knit tops have become with the fact that everybody is thinking more comfort um and one thing that I saw also for 2021 is just the idea of stylish sweats and oversized trousers, especially if everyone is still working from home or spending more time at home. It's like, yes, you're only seeing the waist up on Zoom. Like I just did actually a post today on like some ideas to dress up for Zoom. So yeah, you can wear sweatpants, you can wear, you know, whatever on the bottom. But when you think about it, you're sitting more. So you need something comfortable. So I love that, you know, the fashion industry is also really thinking about like, what are you wearing on the bottom? Because you also really need to be comfortable. So I love that they're thinking about trousers and sweats in a whole new way. Mm. And then the last thing that I keep seeing for 2021 is, you know, this statement sleeve or this has been really big for a while, but um, sharp shoulders like Balenciaga has been doing it for, you know, for a while now, but a lot of designers are really embracing that sharp shoulder. And again, I think it's like thinking about, especially if life is digital now and most things are through Zoom, it's like, you're, that's what you're seeing is someone's shoulder. Yeah. So really making a statement, like making a statement there. And I've, I've always loved a good sleeve, de- like good statement sleeve or right now I really am into puff shoulders, but I love that they're going even more exaggerated next year with what they're calling like the sharp shoulder. I think it's like just a cool edgier take on it. I love that. Like I, I didn't, I love all types of like edgy designs mm-hmm. around like the neck. I love like, um, I think the brand Cushiony, used to be like mm-hmm. cushiony and ox like it would have like those pieces where they like cut across the top i love that type of design so i totally agree with you on that and if you're gonna see from waist up you have a great point you definitely want to look your best that way <laughs> I, I do i do agree with that you brought up like one thing that i've been working on in my wardrobe when you named your like 10 pieces you said a good white sneaker like i'll say like lately i know all designers have been doing their own like take on like the white sneaker like whether that's like gucci whether that's balenciaga whether that's well isabel moran's been out for a while um i kind of like like reverted back and i had like picked up you know everyone has like it needs like a pair of stan smiths but i even started to look at puma and i think what people haven't realized is that puma is coming out with these really great sneakers um ralph sampson's like they just had a pair um of like kind of like fur tiger fur print mm-hmm. on it and, and it's just like the basic white but like that black and white print just kind of stood out to me like what are yeah. your favorite white sneakers like what do you feel is like the best sneaker you have to have is it a stan smith is it something else is it isabella morant i i love isabella morant too and i do love my stan smiths also so i'm right there with you mm-hmm. um i think it's I think what I love about a white sneaker is it just makes your outfit look so cool. And I think definitely it's really thinking about like, no matter your budget, you can find that perfect white sneaker. Um, Right now, you know, I think I'm loving, I love Adidas. Like when you said, like I just love Adidas for running and just 
like I, I just love them for everything. So I've been really into, um, I have a pair of white Adidas by Stella McCartney sneakers that I'm obsessed with. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Adidas is a go-to and they have such a broad range of, of price points that I think it could work with anyone's budget. So I would definitely say Adidas is a great go-to. Um, and then from a, from the high perspective, um, I know they've been around a little while, but I just, I just love Golden Goose. I think that they are mm. truly so comfortable and where they started with that, you know, intentionally dirty sneaker they're mm-hmm. doing now, like, um, they're doing this clean white and it just, I think looks, it looks so good on your foot because it'll be tonal white with like the, the golden goose star also white. Um, but they're also just so comfortable. Like that's my sneaker that if I know, like when I was running around the city all day, like last year I had the opportunity to open our New York city's, uh, flagship store when it opened. And I think I lived in golden goose for a month straight because I just <laughs> knew that they would they would last on my feet and they're so comfortable. So I'm a huge Golden Goose fan. Um, and I would say if you're going to invest in a sneaker, that's a really good one because it's not only fashion, but it is also just a truly comfortable sneaker. I definitely agree with you with Golden Goose. I love like the fact that each, you know, whenever you get like the type of look at the star color changes, uh-huh. so it can go with any outfit. If you're just going for like a silver or gold, like I, I love that. I definitely agree mm-hmm. with you on that. Um, Oh my God, I learned so much. <laughs> Jamie, you really did. I really love the, the fact that, you know, I love all your 10 points. Um, I love the fact that you brought out shoulders. I will be looking to sharp shoulders. Um, you know what I mean? I think that's really uh, important and key. Like I definitely, and I hope everyone else has learned a lot. Um, Jamie, how can people find you? I know we mentioned your um, Instagram page, Styling by Jamie. Um, do they contact you through DM there? Do you have any other information that you want people to share or you know, or when you're for hire, is there an email address, anything that you can give the audience? Yeah. So definitely like my Instagram page styling by underscore Jamie is definitely, I would say the first and foremost place to contact me. You can absolutely DM me there. Um, you can also always shoot me an email. My email is just jamiecataldo3 at gmail.com. Um, you can definitely email me, but I would say Instagram is probably the easiest place. I feel like I'm on it all the time and I'm always checking my DMs. I try to respond as quick as I can, um, as long as I'm not, you know, in with a client. Um, but you can definitely just send me a DM there. I would love, I love meeting new people. So definitely if anybody even just wants to chat, like feel free to reach out. I love that. And I think, I mean, people really need to see your Instagram page. I think they, they'll get a, a, they'll get a, a, like a kind of perspective on your aesthetic, on how you work to put clothes together. And I, I actually adore your style. Um, you. I can't so say much. that enough. <laughs> I adore you. it. Um, and I think this way people can, you know, get it reach, you know, reach you and then just find a way to, you know, to incorporate a personal stylist. I think sometimes people are afraid of the idea of personal stylist. They think it's a whole lot of money or it's this like big yeah. involved thing. But now that everyone's doing things virtually, it could be very easy. And mm-hmm. Jamie is such, as you can see from this episode, just a nice person and just so sweet yeah. and, and very talented in what she does. So I would definitely suggest everyone follow Jamie um, and, and reach out to her. You just never know where you could take your wardrobe. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so much fun getting to, getting to chat with you and talk about what I love is fashion and styling. So thank you so much for Absolutely. having me on. Absolutely, Jamie. So <laughs> it, it was so good to have you. And I, and I want to say thank you for coming on Fashion Decipher. And everyone, um, please reach out to Jamie Cataldo. We really appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you.
guys, it's Sean. Make sure you visit our website, fashiondecipher.com, to get a visual on what we're talking to you about. Check out pics from events, of guest speakers, and exhibits. If you miss anything we post, you can visit our archives page. Also, while you're there, hit that subscribe button. Leave your email, and if you like, a comment. Tell us what you think or what you would want to hear on an upcoming episode. Don't forget to follow and friend Fashion Decipher on social media. Check out what we're up to. Speak with you next week.